Do you suffer from ED? It's okay to admit it. Even near-immortal races like yours are getting older. Once, elves with ear droop had little recourse. Unsightly toothpicks, headbands and clothespins, ear starch. Now there's lethalaxis. Lethalaxis brings the natural stiffness of the proud elven race back to its most distinguishing characteristic. Taking lethalaxis regularly can help keep your tips erect when you need it most. And that's important to appearing haughty and superior when lording it over the lesser races. Don't let gravity defeat you, proud elven elder. All it takes is one forest green pill a day. Lethalaxis. It's like a little bit of Eldar magic in your mouth. Elves experiencing painful ear tip erection or extended ear tip stiffness lasting longer than four hours should cease taking lethalaxis immediately and consult your healer. episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D, and I'm going to ask our good friend John Frader to fill our listeners in what happened just last week. We were getting pretty... <laughs> we were... So yes. All right, here we go. More coffee. Here we go. Three, two, one. The party has been following its very strange and unpleasant journey into the center of the jail, making strange remarks to each other and the guards all the meanwhile. When we finally were beset upon by a werewolf, a thing with a face of horror, claws of death, and jowls great enough to destroy Forbes West in a single bite. And John Frader, you just released a novel today, didn't you? I did. What's it called? called? It's called Digital Idols. It's my first foray into cyberpunk. And uh, so far, people seem to be liking it. So I read it. It was great. Thank you. On Amazon, right now, buck ninety nine, and my cat is in the hospital, so I can really use the money, guys. Hooray for oh, John Frader. <laughs> the old, the old cat in the hospital. <laughs> He's writing for oh, a good cause. That was scheme. Oh, he got my heart sinking there for a second. Uh, John, you screamer. We are going to get into the action, but first, old school credentials, and we haven't had a chance to ask Forbes an old school credential question. So, Forbes. Yeah. You, being a big uh, Hollywood hangers-on wannabe, if you had the opportunity, <laughs> if you had the opportunity That's to remake, harsh, man. I know. Like parties in the Hollywood. It's funny, but it's hard. I know. If you had the opportunity, you being a remake, celebrity whore, how do you answer this question? Yeah. If you could remake any old school movie, Forbes, what would it be? Wait, what? If you could remake any old school movie, what would it be? Uh, Outlander. Outlander with Sean Connery? Yeah. Basically, it it is an excellent movie because it's just a retelling of High Noon. I'd say the pacing is a little slow, but it's awesome. It is a good movie. It would be be a cool story just to do because I like that. I mean, like, the the movie itself is not, like, crazy awesome good, even though it's got that nice alien kind of ambiance with, like, that retro future tech kind of thing from the 80s. Yeah. 
But I think it'd just be cool if you just had the characters in a situation of just, like, there's a few people on a space station, and it sucks, and it's miserable, and it's the future, and it's just, like, one guy who's just, like, a regular schlub having to deal with some kind of crazy, you know, shit going down. So, yeah, Outland. It's weird, because I would have pegged you as a Zardoz kind of guy. Ew. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. There's certain movies you can't remake because they'll just never be as good. It's like no, 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 no. You don't like what? I'm sensing you don't like Zardoz. Dude, Zardoz is two hours of my life. I will never ever get back again. And yes, I resent the fuck out of it. Hey, hey! In Ravenloft, they sing. They don't swear. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I resent the fuck out of you. What a nice soprano voice you have. That was pretty good. Spoilers for a movie that got made in like the 70s. The whole ending is a Sean Con rotting into a skeleton in a cave. And that's it. That's, that's awesome. That's that's awesome. All right. you know, well, getting back to John's comment about time that will never, that are wasted, that we'll never get back in our lives. Let's continue our adventure. All right. I think we rolled initiative as the werewolf entered the cave, and I rolled the highest. Well, actually, the wolf rolled the highest. What the hell? I know, it's terrible. So the wolf is going to go, and then what I want you to do in classic second edition style is uh, you guys need to know your order, and we're just going to follow that order uh, as it goes on. Now, what this means is we will announce in order what our character is going to do by initiative. And whatever the person before you says is going to happen kind of all happens at the same time. So... Uh, if you go off running and you're tall, uh, you can still mess up Christopher Boar's spell casting because you didn't think that Sander Vance was important enough to cast a spell. So the werewolf but, is going to attack the other guard. But I can't see initiative. That's because this is second edition. You see it in your mind. <laughs> this isn't a fancy modern hip. Well, then you tell me when it's my turn. Oh, it's not a modern hip thing that we can't see anything. It's all in our mind, man. So move the big old 44-ounce glass of Chardonnay to the side and visualize initiative. (laughs) It's all in your mind. Tell me when it's my turn. Uh, It's going to go after the monster goes. It's going to go Nick. Yeah! And then then it's going to go Porto. (laughs) And then it's going to go... John Frater. Yep. Then Allison. No, Forbes is uh, after Chris Porto. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry. So, it's actually going to go. I see up there. It's going to go, go Boer, Cole, Freighter. No, Boer. Doggone it. Oh, you yeah. Where's your second D attitude now? I know. Christopher Boer. <laughs> Christopher Boer is going first. Come on. He's going first. Christopher and then like Forbes last, is going. I, yeah, we and then Nick and John. And then. Allison, then Porto, and then Allison. Well, to quote Zardoz, the game is afoot. This is why this is why group initiative was my preference. Yeah. No, I like this. This is fun. I, I see wacky mayhem ensuing. I can see that too. The werewolf lunges in at the other guard, and quickly dispatches as well. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> these guys, these guys don't lift, and they're down. Claw, yeah, claw, so we've lost Rosencrantz and Gildernstern. They are dead. And now he turns to you and unleashes a growl which shakes the bars of the jail cell. Christopher Boer, what's your character going to do? So where exactly is this wolf? Right in front of... Uh, he's uh, standing on top of the corpse of 
this guard right here. Okay, I'm uh, I'm going to suggest that the uh, the scurvy pirate duck, and I'm going to shoot a flame arrow towards the werewolf. All right. So you're you're going to start casting your flame arrow, and then Chris Porto, or I'm sorry, Porto. Nicole. Yeah, no, Nicole. it's another eight up there. Some of you what? rolled twice. This is confusing. Oh, don't blame us, DM. Jesus. I rolled a seven. I, I, rolled, I rolled the incorrect die the first time, so ignore Forbes, the thing that, the, that I said earlier. So you rolled a seven. Forbes rolled an eight, and then he rolled a ten, but we're going to count the eight. Yeah. Well, I see five for me. What the hell are you talking about? Well, you've rolled many D10s. Like three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Your first roll was an eight, though, so we'll go with that. Okay. So my next. What are you going to do? All right, I'm going to – I have a musket. So I'm going to use my freaking musket. I'm so he'll spend the next two turns loading that. Does it take a turn to load it? Well, hopefully it's already loaded. But given your character – what's, gonna... what's your character's intelligence? <laughs> yeah, not sure it's your character's. Uh, intelligence is 13. All right, I think, I think you're smart enough to preload your musket. Oh, yeah, he's loading a musket now. Oh. John Freider, what are you going to do? Oh, I you, you am see, going You see the to... wizard starting his... I rolled rotation. a seven. I think, you've, I think you forgot me. Yeah, well, he rolled a seven also. You're forgettable, Nick. Okay, is the... Does the, the wizard have a clear line of fire? Uh, he's going to have to shoot in between Allison and Nick. <laughs> okay, in that case, what I'm going to do is move so that I'm... Hmm, there's not a lot of room to maneuver here. Okay, I'm going to try and flanking the werewolf by getting into this corner right here and uh, making sure he can't actually retreat. Who the hell is singing now? That's not harmonia. There's always singing. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can hear that? Yeah, we can. This never be from the Cole household. This, this is this is actually that dramatic, like classical music playing during the slaughter, and all the battle volume is turned down. So you just see slow motion, throats cut, and blood flying. Right. Nothing says uh, nothing says D&D like Italian opera. <laughs> that, Nicole that is, is performing in a production. Of, as we all know, Nicole is performing in a production of Macbeth, and she is warming up because she has rehearsal today. That bad luck. You just ruined her whole career. You gotta say the Scottish play. I ruined your career. I ruined her career the moment she met me. <laughs> Alright, so 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 Freighter's moving into uh, moving into position. You might want to turn the AC. Moving into flanking position there. Yeah. Sander Vance still has a line of sight. They love your Someone else runs in his way. They might get a flame arrow in the back. Uh, Nick, what are you going to do? Yikes! And run. Okay. Well, that was easy. <laughs> nice going there. And we'll see what the key. I believe our next is Chris Porto. All right. I'm moving and shooting twice at point blank range. From inside the jail cell. That's locked. Yeah. You well, can't get into that jail cell. It's locked. The guards oh, I can't. Keys. I can't tell where the damn lines are here. Yeah, so. that that, uh, that number five. That's the corridor. Thanks, Vietnam. So you guys are in a corridor. 
Okay, so I'll just I'll move here to get a clear shot. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right, so you're going right, to so I'm going to shoot uh, twice, add plus two to each of these rolls. Well, you're going. It's all going to resolve at once. So we need to see what everybody else is going to do. Lastly, Allison, what are you doing? Stop that! <laughs> uh, I'll move back around the side of the wrestler attack. That's also going to the like wall. The, she's calm. She sounds like she's calling from the bottom of her wine glass. It does. <laughs> Allison, you, uh, I'm afraid that's also going through a wall. Uh, this whole room uh, six here is a jail cell that's locked. Okay. So you can either get in front of everybody's missiles or you're yeah. going to have to stand back. I guess I'll just uh, hold initiative. All right. Okay, so let's resolve. Uh, this is all going to happen at once. That flaming shot from Christopher Bohr. What do we have? You have save versus spell. Save versus spell. And our werewolf has a magic resistance of 20%. Ooh. Ooh. So much for that. Yeah, I know. Werewolves are cheaters. Yeah, well, it's, it's technically a loop. Go- well, it a it go- means go- he's got an 80% chance of failing that, and then he gets the saving throw. Yeah. So uh, the shot sizzles towards him. He jumps up against a cell door and uh, then jumps off and the shot bursts into flame against the far wall, missing him entirely. Uh, how about that blunderbust, Forbes? That was effective. Right. I'll give you blunderbust. Blunderbust. Yeah, that's racist. Mm-hmm. You're totally racist. Everyone knows it. We don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's an ugly thing. Okay. Alright. So, you... Uh, Roll the hit, and tell me what armor class you hit. Uh, armor class what? You said you said you would read up on Faco. I said the one thing. I did. It's just three hundred pages. You had one job. You had you had one job. One. You, you, I, well, I already you, rolled you, it. It's like plus twelve. There. So what? So what armor class do you hit? Armor class. It's, it says uh, zero. I don't know. I used a blunderbuss. It's a musket against a, a werewolf, okay? I shot him. Plus 12, 20. That's why it's, like, listed on my thing here. So you have plus 12 to hit? Yeah, plus 12 to hit. That sounds that sounds impossibly made up. <laughs> That's what I I got a character generator, and I got the musket thing. That's what I have. <laughs> the musket thing. Okay, let's start. Let's start from scratch. Forbes, what is your character type? You a rogue or a warrior? I'm a bard. <laughs> That's a subtype. I think in second edition, bards attack my, my spells are really loud. Uh, what a rogue or warrior? Rogue. Rogue. What cl- what level are you? One. One. <laughs> Keep laughing it up, guys. Jeez, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So he needs a 20 to hit armor class zero. Right, so... So what should I roll? What, I mean, it's just like I got... I don't know. You need a perfect roll. Yeah, roll a d20. Okay. One second. D20. I think the rat should have killed him off by now. Level one. <laughs> All right, so your first roll is a 15, which yeah. will hit armor class 5. You need a 20, is that right? Yeah. 
All right. Uh, you miss. The shot impacts against the wall, and the wolf snarls. He's doing pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's not doing bad at all. Uh, Ron Bellamy. Belmondo. Freeder. <laughs> yes. What do we have? We have an attack going into this dude's face. Okay. With a Whoa! Yes. A 22, that's nice. A, <clears throat> uh, so you definitely hit the armor class. Can you tell me about the weapon that you used to attack him with? My scimitar, which is plus one, and I've got a plus two to hit, so all is well. So roll for it's damage. a magic weapon, so it'll affect this guy. And what's his size? Is he large or medium? He is medium-large. Okay, well, it's... Okay, so... You're a dwarf. You get a bonus for attacking it doesn't. Charge. It actually doesn't matter because it's it's 1 to 8 plus 1 on both charts. Oh, so let's do this. Let's roll... Uh, D8 plus 4 for strength plus... Make a macro, dude. I would love to, except macros don't work on this machine very well. Uh, da -da -da. Go! 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. So you definitely hit him, and uh, he is uh, snarling. There is blood dripping down, and uh, you've got his attention. You see that his ears are now pinned back, and uh, his fangs are really, really slobbering. But, but there's maybe a hint of worry in those inhuman eyes. He wasn't expecting this. Stand down, my friend, and I will spare your pathetic and evil life. But first, you're talking to the wolf, right? Yeah. I'm talking to the wolf. Yes. So, <laughs> so Nick is running in the opposite direction. Yes, yeah, as Nick does. You're firing your, you're firing your two Screaming. shots. You're firing your two shots, Chris. Chris Porto. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to re-roll because I'm not going to scroll back up and find all that. That makes good sense. Uh, so let's well, do this and let's do that. Nice. Chris Porto was a 21 and a 17. He's a big hitter. So your armor class hits are actually 23 and a 19 because we're at short range. Okay. Point blank range. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the damages, oh, let's see here, there you go, there's one, there's another. And what type of arrows are you using? Uh, sheaf. All right, they embed in him, but uh, and he snaps them off, they don't seem to bother him. Just a bit outside. Oh, one. All right, uh, Allison, you've seen this, standing there, making sure not to get hit by the gun and... The magic missile, or the, the flaming arrow. Uh, we're resetting our round, and the werewolf is attacking its closest threat, which is John. Uh-oh. What happened to guard number two? Is he dead? Oh, he died. Guard number two is toast. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he was never going to make it. All right, so he does all three attacks on you. And Ouch. what's your armor class, John? I have an armor class of two. Okay. So he hits one. he hits you with yes. one claw, misses with the other, you duck, and then he bites. And you take five points of damage. Ah, oh. I am slain, my friends! <laughs> All right, uh, and now the rest of the team. What are you going to do? Let's let's hear let's hear your plan of attacks, plans of attack. Oh, my blunderbuss didn't work. Yeah, and you have to reload I now. Think... I got reloaded now. 
That's going to take a turn. Um, I'm going to drop into the shadows if I can roll that. Okay. Should I roll that now or later? You certainly can. He's not paying any attention to you. I still need, I think, to sort of possibly be in this mode so that I can um, <clears throat> do backstab if that opportunity prevents it, presents itself. Right. But what, what our, our last round has taught us is that only uh, what fire arrows or something are going to do anything to him. Obviously, or magical, we- magical weapons. We opponents or silver-based well, weapons. Magical. Uh, well, I have, magi- I have a magic bow, but the arrows are sheaf, so that means I got a gun. No means you're more likely to hit, but your arrows won't do something that rhymes with hit. Right. I'm going to uh, back up when uh, I'm going to pull a uh, knife out of my bandolier. All right. Oh, I don't like that accent. Let's retape that. <laughs> That's racist. John, you've you, you've been joined in combat. What are you going to do? Uh, try and get my shields in, in between me and. Uh, and the wolf, just see if I can press him up against the wall to sort of limit his movements. Okay. Which is probably a stupid thing to do, but damn it, this is D&D and I'm doing it. All right. So you're going to be pressing into him, uh, trying to push him back into the wall. Um, we know that Forbes is reloading. Uh, Chris Porto? I'm just going to back up. i got nothing that can do anything to him. All right. Allison? I will go ahead and step up and try a spear. Okay. Spear's not going to do anything to him. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> all right. We already know. You're going to embarrass yourself. We're all going to laugh at you. It was the argument over the spears that re- revealed the fracture in the Porto's. <laughs> <laughs> so I get three attacks in two rounds. So. So you'll do okay. two attacks in this round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's in a minute. All right, so Ooh. John, uh, you're trying to push him up into the wall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, d20. Dwarf versus werebaboon. Mm-hmm. Like a re- like a re- regular d20 attack, or just a plain d20? Just a just a plain. I guess this would be a this would be a breakdown doors check. So it would be a percentage based. So you could do a 100, or we can do a d20. Essentially, you're going to roll for Ben Bar lift gate. Which is a twenty percent chance. All right, so you, you needed to have uh, twenty or 80. lower. Yeah. So you push <laughs> up. You push up against him, and uh, well, actually, I guess it would have been eighty or higher. You push up against him, but it's uh, you might as well be pushing against the wall. This thing is thick and rippling with muscles, and it shall not be moved. Oh, Allison, well. you can make your two two your two to attacks. Uh, yeah, I rolled sixes. All right, so uh, <laughs> it. It uh, kind of swats away both the attacks with its claw, but thankfully the spear stays intact. And now we're now down to another round. Uh, Once again, the wolf is going to go after John. I'm going to roll my hide and shadows. Is that cool? Yeah, you can roll it. So if everyone dies, you can... Yeah. That that actually works, Nick, I think. Yeah, I made it. I have a... 50% 50% chance I rolled a 6. Yeah. I am in shadows. Well, technically, <clears throat> we're going to let I'll, I'll let you make it, but since a 1 mm-hmm. always fails and a 100 always succeeds, a 6 would be in the lower half. Well, no, I'm saying 100 he's rolling a percent, so that's 6%. He made it. Yeah, my my, sh- my 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 
thieves skills go up in percentage every time I increase them. So right, so you have a fifty percent chance of, of succeeding, right? Correct. Okay, I, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So I decided in... lower was better when they were trying to make percentage checks. Right. So then ones are always successful and. 100s would always be fails. Yeah. Yeah. I, I came here to play not to do math. Stop throwing on these percentages. You should not have picked no. second edition, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so, so, John, because the uh, the shield is up there, the the werewolf, the Lucaru, is going to go after you once again. Okay. Um, and it's going to do all three of its attacks. <laughs> Okay, Hollywood, Hollywood story. One time I had this audition where I had to play this sort of kind of stony Jim Morrison, and and the line was, it was like for a short film, and the line was, I'm a goopaloo, children, I'm a goopaloo. They didn't book me, but man, I love to say that line. I said it for like a year straight. Couldn't get it out of my head. All right, so it hits armor class. Jason just ignored your story there, Nick. Yeah, it was a great story, up. but you know, we, we've got to get to the blood. That's what I like about Forbes is he fawns all over my Hollywood stories. Oh, like I, said, I do I, I hang your on. appreciate it, you know? It's a fun thing. Hollywood is a fun thing. Your armor class, John, is – was it four? Two. Two. Okay. Uh, it misses with a claw again. Thank you, Forbes. I appreciate the love. Hits you mm-hmm. with the other claw and again with the teeth. And you will take eight points of damage. Okay. John, you're going to be a werewolf. Uh, good. I can pile around with Forbes and do silly things and say crazy stuff. <laughs> All right. We're resolving. Like so, that. Sandra Vance, you've got a knife in your hand, and you see both of your uh, party members kind of blocking the werewolf's path. Now, it's a tall werewolf, and so its head is bopping up over their heads if you think you're a good enough shot. What do you want to do? <laughs> I am a terrible shot. What I think I'm going to do, I was just reading that, uh... That's so Christopher Moore. <laughs> the maze is in the back reading. <laughs> the maze just sort of pulls out a book. I've retreated into a rule of a world of rules. <laughs> I, I got my Kindle out and <laughs> so uh, magic resistance does not work against um, spells that natural forcing direct Moore. accidental result of a spell. So I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. And cast Summon Swarm on top of the uh, werewolf. Okay. Summon Swarm. All right. Summon that swarm. a Summon Swarm. Question, is that going to swarm around those of us that are around the werewolf? It says just creatures in this. Just creatures. So the werewolf itself again, so you're a creature. Yeah, and Amazons technically were creatures in one of the editions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think the real people, you know. I didn't vote for the Nineteenth Amendment. All right, so your your fingers are your fingers and lips are moving as you start casting that spell. Uh, John, what are you going to do? Unbeknownst to you, this is happening behind you. What are you going to do? Well, I'm just going to attack Mr. Werewolf because I get two attacks every second round. Okay, so we're going to and uh, let's see where we can do this. Where is? <laughs> And so while he's uh, looking over that, uh, Chris Porto, are you still holding back, hoping that people don't yeah, die? Yeah, I, I got nothing. Shouting words I got of encouragement. Nothing. All right. Yeah. Come on, guys. You can do it. Not, well, he, uh, they can do it. I, I apparently can't. I rolled a five and a nine. Farson. Right. Farson, uh, what what are you doing? Your blunderbuss should be reloaded uh, by now. 
Can we get my name right? Far John Sorry, Winston. Sorry, Far John. Your blender bus Far is John. loaded. What are you doing? I'm going to shoot my blender bus. I'm going to shoot my freaking mouth off at the same time. How about that? That's not surprising. All right, All right so you're going to fire, try to fire over the heads of your companions. And yes. Hopefully not shoot them in the back. Good. And, All right, uh, so I'm just... Captain... I just rolled 20... Just... Captain Jack Random would like to move into a position maybe somewhere here while being in the shadows um, where he might deliver a backstab to the werewolf. Okay. You like went you through a wall, protect. I think. Well, no, I, I, I what I would do yeah. is I would move to this edge right there. Well, see, the thing is, there are lamps on the walls. There. there are lamps right. on the walls, so it, you would essentially, I think if you can get in a corner, you can stay in the shadows. Mm -hmm. There are no shadows in the middle of the, uh, the, middle right. of the hallway. So there are a lot of shadows down south of you. Where yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if I got like got here, right there? Yeah, I think you still have a little bit of light. to do a back you can roll. By the you way. can roll. See if if, if you um, can get there. So you've got a little bit of light okay. there. What should I roll, Dungeon Master? You're gonna have to roll your hide and shadows once again. All right. You got one and two chance. Mystic fail. All right. So by that uh, much, you see the the, the, the creature glances and it sees that you're there. But again, its attention is focused on the two uh, burly individuals in front of them with sharp weapons. Watch okay. that. All right. So let's resolve everything else. So your summon swarm. Walk us through that, please, Mr. Boar. All right. So you uh, you do need to still make a saving throw to see if you negate the summoning of the swarm. All right. Ah, well, that would be an 18, which would do the job. All right, so my swarm is not summoned. It's interesting that it just doesn't get summoned. It seems like it should be summoned well, and then it just makes, run away. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> I don't know how you would negate it in the first place. He do, he, he, so so let's, let's, let's work through this. He growled very loudly, and, and it scared you. And scared it away. It scared, it scared you, the swarm. and you lost your concentration. There you go. Pesky werewolf. All right. John Freighter. You did your two attacks. Yes. They both missed. That's true. All right. That is correct. And then uh, Forbes, the you're shooting. So go ahead and roll the hit with a, your D20 and tell me what armor. Okay. Two. All right. So the bullet zings he, right he is by. First level. Yeah, the bullet, the bullet zings right by the Amazon's hair. She so can feel it uh, uh, move. And she has to snap right outside her ear, but then it smacks against the wall once again. Damn it. <laughs> Allison, you've got two attacks. You said there... I will hold off on the bard until I kill the werewolf. You said there's lights on the walls, like yeah, lanterns, like oil torches. Lamps. Oil lamps. Okay. Mm. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I'm seeing strategy. <laughs> I want to grab the nearest oil lamp and use it kind of as a Molotov and throw it at the werewolves. Okay. All right, so... Allison, you're brilliant. <laughs> I know. No, it's pretty smart. Like, you'd only told us... The DM only told us 20 times. We're like, let's attack it! Run away! <laughs> All right, so then you can grab that lamp and you can hurl it. That'll be a... That'll be a missile attack. And it's... Roll one right. and cover John in flames. I'd prefer you did exactly. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> Dude, that would be epic. You would be a flaming werewolf dwarf. Thankfully, thankfully, so, he's not still pressing up against him with his shield. Otherwise, that would have been a guarantee. Yeah. I can roll like it with a bow, or do you want me to yeah, just roll, roll a d20? Roll as if you're, you're uh, shooting a bow. 
But add your dex bonus. Don't forget your dex bonus. Mm-hmm. 17. Oh. So what armor class would you get? Uh, minus 2, 15, because your plus 2 from your bow isn't going to count here. Okay, so oh. 15. So what armor class does that hit for you? Uh, where do I look for that? It would be well, your... her Thacko's a 15. Her Thacko's 15. So if she rolled a 15, oh. she hit armor class 0. So that does hit and uh, bursts out into flames, and you can smell the stench of burnt dog hair. So it, it stinks, but uh, whatever damage is there doesn't seem to last. He doesn't seem to <laughs> by it. This werewolf is a jerk. <laughs> All right. So the werewolf now is still in the corner, uh, but it is sprinting away from the fire, and uh, the nearest target is right here. So it's going to jump and pounce at our pirate friend. Fuck! All of that. Pirate. I'm the real pirate. He is nothing. He is punk. And what's your armor class, Nick? It's horrible because I don't wear armor. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's hope that bandana works out for you there, Chief. <laughs> Where is my AC? Uh, armor type. No, I have studded leather for some reason. AC 7. 7. What would I lie to you? Okay. So two hits land. Uh, it hits twice with its claws, but it misses with its mouth. Sweet. So you take 7 points of damage. All right. And now we're back into our initiative stage. You can see how the wolf has kind of turned a corner. So some of you might have to reposition yourselves, but I think you can get clear shots uh, in its flank from where you are, Sander Vance. I'm going to toss my plus one dagger at him. All right, so you're going to throw the dagger. Uh, John Freider, what is, what's your attack going to be? This is uh, back to one attack per round. Uh, scimitar. Scimitar. Uh, this is melee. Forbes, are you reloading again, or are you doing something else? I'm going to reload again. Okay. Chris Porto? Okay, when uh, uh, when Aranda, or whatever her name is, threw the, the oil Antandra. lamp on him, mm-hmm. whatever, Antandra threw her oil lamp on him, mm-hmm. it, it, I know it burned out quickly, but did it seem to do any damage? It seemed to damage his hair, which seems to be growing back. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So even flame is not hurting him. Flame is not seeming to hurt him. All right, well, I'll just stand off to the side. I guess you can just skip me. I can't do anything anyway. Yeah, well, you never know. You can, you can try to think something. You can I'm, shoot I'm, narrow and try and hit him in the eye. Yeah, it's, it's not a magic weapon. It's not going to do anything. That's what we've just been told here. Give up and sit in the corner. Well, what else do you... What else, uh, any ideas? I'm throwing it... Hey, guys! My initiative is to ask. Anybody got any ideas? <laughs> That's about as much as you can do in a turn of combat. Just a quick uh, quick answer. So, uh, does anyone want to spend their turn answering him? Or, Allison, what do you want to do? I'm going to go ahead and try and uh, spear him in the back okay. a couple of times. Because I should be back to two attacks. Okay, good. All right, and I think that you've got a decent point going on there. You've got him surrounded pretty good. All right, so let's let's resolve. So the knife gets thrown, and what happens? So uh, I roll a d20. Oh, Ooh. nice. Oh, oh. And, and uh, I have a 19 echo, so that's minus one armor class. Mm-hmm. You suck. <laughs> and um, you didn't ask me what I was gonna do. Uh, you're cowering in fear. 
No, I'm attacking. Okay, you're attacking. With your little knife. With no, I have a cutlass. <laughs> it's your little knife. It's a symbol. So roll for damage. Okay, so that's actually 1d2, so that's uh, 2 plus 1, 3 points of damage. It's um, plus 1 magical weapon. And uh, I get 2 attacks per turn. On my second attack, I'm going to pull out another knife knife out of my bandolier. All right, so it's, oh, so it's 3 points of damage. Knife. 3 points of damage. All right, so that was straight and true, and it went right into his neck. I'm going to give you triple damage for that. Uh, he's still alive. 6 points. But you, uh, you see him sagging. His shoulders used to be high and alert. Everything seems to be uh, drooping at this point. Yeah, that really slowed him down. So your second dagger. Hey, boys, we slowed him down. I'm reloading. Oh. That's... <laughs> oh, my God. Really? That's not going to hit. Well, but uh, but uh, point extra points for the for getting both ends of the spectrum right. So the first one is a natural and then roll a one and a natural one yeah. is impressive. He fumbles it as he pulls it out of the sheath. All right, well let's let's see what happens here. I'm going to go ahead and actually, you know what? I'm going to ask. No, I'll do it myself. An eight. All right, the dagger misses entirely and hits. Seems to be square on against one of the iron grates and it shatters. Oh, shattered. What, what kind of cheap crap are you using? It was just that good well, of a better thing. than somebody that shoots a gun at me. <laughs> hey, you know what? I wasn't at you. Okay, settle down, Missy. Don't need your Amazon lib crap. John Freighter. <laughs> what would you like to do? <laughs> I would like to attack the big, hairy, burning, slash, not-so-burning werewolf. All right, and go ahead and roll. And tell me your armor class. Nine. I don't think that's going to work. All right. I don't think it is either. Right. No. Uh, next up. That's my turn. That's your turn. <laughs> uh, next. So then, Nicole, you're up. Um, I am going to uh, crawl away in his attack. Hand. Attack with my plus two cutlass. Mm-hmm. Um, do can anybody tell me real quick? Uh, a fifth level thief. Do I get one attack or two attacks? I could not find that for some reason. Um, I don't know that off the top of my head. Based on your weapon proficiencies, if you pick them. I have it. Yeah. If, it's a, if you have a specialization in a weapon, you get the added attack at uh, 11. Okay, I don't, think I, I don't think that qualifies for thieves, or I'll look that up, but I'll just go with one attack right now. Okay. Um, my Thacko is 18, and... Uh, yes, wait. Yes. Miscellaneous value plus 2. Okay. Submit. What did I roll? You hit an armor class I'm of using... three, which will hit Sweet. this particular beast. It's a plus two weapon, so it's magical. And it's large damage, so I'm rolling this, which is plus two. Sorry, I'm putting in the macro. Right. Uh, 15 strength doesn't have a di- bonus damage, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Right. no. It has to get really up there. Okay. I think it starts at 18 19. Five damage. Well, you thrust your cutlass up in an attempt to fend off these attacks, and you find it plunging deep into the Lucaroo's abdomen. And it lets out a yelp like a dog being beaten by a thunder and sinks down, panting slower and slower until you see the light ex- dis- extinguished from its eyes. You have slain the beast. Huzzah! See, you didn't have to run from it! 
You just got to stand up to these things. I'll wave my blade around like I know what I'm doing. As you're, as you're panting and breathing heavily, you hear through those tin sound, through the tin sound system, you know, the, the, the Bose Ravenloft sound system installed, you hear a now hoarse jailer saying, what was that? Is it finished? Have you done it? Yeah. <laughs> it is finished, good sir. Where is our money? Yeah, where's our pay? I would like to point out, Jola, that it was me, Captain Jack Random, who slew this beast all by myself. Thank you. Move to the, oh, move yeah, to the west wing. Yeah, see, uh, he, mm-hmm. he move all of you over to the west wing, and I'll open the portcullis that will lead to the outside. And you'll meet Martin Sheen. And so what do you do? The west wing, is that ahead of us yeah, or behind us? The west wing is essentially where everybody but Sandra Vance is standing. So where we came from. No, that's the East Wing. All right, you're all in the West Wing. Oh. The portcullis, all right. rather than opening, closes down behind you. And with that, we'll end this episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing old school D&D. Aha. This episode of Sci-Fi Writers playing old school D&D was brought to you by Lethalaxis. It's like a little bit of Eldar magic in your mouth. I'm Chris Porto, author of the Serenity Strain, Ironheart, your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boar, our magic user's spousal unit. Go check out the Loot Shop, our bios, and more at oldschoolDnd.com. That's O-L-D-S-C-H-O-O-L-D-N, as in Nancy, D.com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.